So you have to be very specific. You, you know, and you don't just say, "Oh, I want to create a short film this year." You're not going to create one. You know why you're not going to create one? What are you creating? Why are you creating it? You know, you want to create a short film. Okay, a short film can be 30 seconds long. A short, short, short film can be five minutes long. A short film can be 30 minutes long. What specifically are you, you creating? All right, everyone, we are back. It is season two. And uh, yeah, this time around, we are calling this podcast The Filmation Journey. As you guys may have known if you've been following my, my podcast, I've renamed it a few times. It's really hard to decide on a name that you feel really fits the topics that you want to cover, you know, as well as a name that sounds catchy. And I have settled on The Filmation Journey because I'm a filmmaker and an animator. So film, animation, filmation... Yeah, you get it, right? I think it makes sense. Anyway, we are here for season two, and yeah, I got a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. Uh, you know, these first few podcasts are going to be more about um, answering some questions that have been posed to me, um, even talking or answering, you know, or providing solutions to problems that people have posed to me. Uh, then, you know, at some point in time, I'll get back to interviewing some, you know, other animators and filmmakers or people involved in film and animation. Uh, but for now, I kind of just want to start the year off, right? Thinking about things like setting smarter goals. Now, many of us, we, we, we talk about having a New Year's resolution. And that's great, you know, is you, you want to set some goals for the year, some things you want to achieve. But... As you know, a lot of people do not achieve their New Year's resolutions. And I'm going to tell you a little bit why. Now, first off, let's talk about the history of resolutions, right? Now, this is something that started, you know, as way back in Babylonian times, right? Um, and it's a tradition that can also be found in in, in Roman history, Um you know, there are many different cultures that have had traditions where every year they, you know, set some sort of goals. Now, in ancient Babylonia or ancient Babylon, the tradition goes back some 4,000 years, right? Yeah, 4,000 years. And they, they're basically the first to hold recorded celebrations in honor of the new year, right? And... Pretty much, they were honoring, you know, their gods, so to speak. The only difference, of course, is that for them, the year began not in January, but in mid-March, when the crops were planted, right? During a massive, basically 12-day religious festival known as Akitu, the Babylonians crowned a new king or reaffirmed their loyalty to the reigning king. They also made promises to the gods to pay their debts and return any objects that had be, they had borrowed. And these promises could be considered the forerunners of our New Year's resolution. If the Babylonians kept to their word, their pagan gods would bestow favor on them for the coming year. If not, they would fall out of the gods' favor and 
and that was a place nobody wanted to be. Now, I'm taking this from history.com. So if you think I'm making this up, you can check for yourself. And there are other websites that, that corroborate this. So, yeah, that's, that's pretty much the orig- origins of New Year's resolutions. You know, and we've kind of adopted this you know, to, to, to our own. A similar practice occurred in ancient Rome after the reform-minded Emperor Julius Caesar tinkered with the calendar and established January 1 as the beginning of the new year, circa 46 BC, named for Janus, the two-faced god who, whose spirit inhabited doorways and arches. January had special significance for the Romanians, believing that Janus symbolically looked backwards into the previous year and ahead into the future, The Romans offered sacrifices to the deity and made promises of good conduct for the coming year. Again from History.com For early Christians, the first day of the new year became the traditional occasion for thinking about one's past mistakes and resolving to do and be better in the future. So, as you can see, you know, this is a tradition that has happened all over the world. And of course, we've adopted that tradition and, you know, it's become sort of some sort of fad, you know, it's, it's become a marketing tool. Everybody loves to talk about their New Year's resolutions and, you know, what's your New Year's resolution? Lose weight this year. Now, I'm going to tell you about why that tends to fail. I'm not saying don't do a New Year's resolution. I'm saying that New Year's resolutions tend to fail because there's, there are ingredients missing. Right? If all you do every year is say, oh, you know, this year I want to get rich. This year I want to become the best animator ever. This year I want to complete my first movie. You know, that's great. Those are great goals. Um, but are you being specific enough? Right? When you're not being specific enough, a lot of times we tend not to do what we intend to do. Right, because we haven't thought about the how, you know, how are we gonna do it? When are we gonna do it? So, if you just say I want to lose weight, at what point are you going to lose weight? How are you going to lose weight? You know, if you are going to make your first movie, how are you going to make your first movie? You know, when are you gonna make your first movie? Do you have all the ingredients to make a first movie? Do you have the script? Do you have the crew? Do you have the actors? What are you going to do to create that first movie? So this is why I prefer to make SMART goals, right? Um, For me, I don't do New Year's resolutions every year. What I do is I just assess my goals. You know, I've always set a five-year goal, five-year plan, And pretty much, you know, every year and every month, there's activities dedicated to achieving that five-year goal. And me, I just use every year to kind of just reassess, recap, see what have I accomplished in the year? What didn't, what didn't I accomplish? You know, um, okay, how do we ensure that we stay on track this year? Pretty much. But you can achieve the same thing if you are to do smarter goals. What are SMARTER goals? All right, so if you're not familiar with the acronym SMART, right? I'm not saying that you, you know, your goals need to be intelligent. What I'm saying is that your goals need to be specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound, right? 
So that's what SMART stands for. It's an acronym, right? Your, your goals have to be specific, right? Some people will say the S stands for simple or sensible or significant, right? But specific is the most universally accepted um, term for the S. So specific, you need to basically, instead of saying, oh, I want to lose weight this year, you need to be, be able to say, hey, I want to lose 30 pounds, you know, this year. Right? Or I want to lose 30 pounds of, of, of fat and gain muscle, you know, this year. Or, you know, I want to go, I'm going to start going to the gym at least three times a week, right? Those are specific things, right? And the more specific you get, the better, right? I'm going to get back in shape by going to martial arts class and swimming three to four times a week. That's specific, you know, I'm going to sign up at my local gym and start working out, lifting weights um, three times a week, etc. Your goals have to be measurable, right? They have to be measurable because that's the only way you're going to be able to accurately track if your progress is, 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 is living up to expectation, right? So in the case of losing weight, you need to measure your weight. How much do you weigh now? Go get your BMI index, find out how, how much body percent fatage, you know, how much body fat percentage you have. Right? You need to find that out. Right? And that way, you know, as you're working out, whether you want to check every week or every month or every quarter, some people, you know, they don't believe in checking because it's like if they check too regular and the weight isn't coming off you know, or it's not coming out fast enough, or they gain a pound or two, it discourages them. So some trainers will say to you, hey, look, um, I don't want you to weigh yourself until three months have passed, right? And you do the BMI to check your body fat index, you know, your, well, it's not body fat index. It's, I don't remember what it stands for now, but basically what you're looking at is your body fat percentage. That's very important because you might go to the gym and you exercise and you lift weights and you realize, man, I'm still weighing the same amount or I've only lost two pounds or I've even gained two pounds. What is going on? But when you check your, 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 your fat content, you'll realize, oh, wait, I've dropped from 30% body fat to 15% body fat. So that means you've lost fat and you've gained muscle. And that's a good thing. Yeah, and this is why it's important for your goals to be measurable, you know, because if you're looking to get more healthy, if you're looking to get more lean, you know, then it doesn't matter what the scale says in terms of weight if your body fat percentage is going down, right? Of course, if you're losing weight and your body fat percentage is going up, that's not a good thing, right? That's not a good thing, and that's why it's important to be measurable. And then, of course, the A stands for achievable, Right? Or attainable. This is important because if you are if you weigh eighty pounds and you decide, oh, I want to go to the gym and look like Arnold Schwarzenegger by the end of the year, that's not possible, right? That's not achievable. Even if you, even if you went to the gym six days a week, ate nothing but protein, and lifted super heavy. You're not going to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger by the end of the year. That's, that's, you know, that's not possible. And even if it were possible, it's not healthy. 
your goals have to be achievable, right? They also have to be relevant, right? They have to be relevant. If they're not relevant, then it's not going to work. And what does relevant mean? So let's say you are, you've decided to go to the gym, right? You want to get, get more lean. You want to gain more muscle. You want to lose fat, right? If you look at an Arnold Schwarzenegger and you decide, oh, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm going for. Why are you going for that Arnold Schwarzenegger look? Why not a Jason Statham look? Why not a Usain Bolt look? You know, why not like a, you know, a gymnast or, or a, you know, a yoga instructor look? You know, why are you going for that look? If, you're, if you want to be healthier, you want to lose, you know, body fat, etc. Then going for a Arnold Schwarzenegger look is not relevant, right? If it is that you want to just be healthier, you know, let's say you want more energy, you want more lung capacity, etc. Maybe the gym is not the place for you. Maybe you should take up cycling. Maybe you should take up swimming, running. You know, you have to look for relevant um, or you have to make relevant goals. You have to look at relevant things to your goal. Uh, you know, don't just do something because, oh, well, you know, everybody else is doing deadlifts and bench presses and shoulder presses, so I'm going to do the same thing. You know, maybe what you are doing can be accomplished with the machines, which is much safer and not as, you know, strenuous. You know, those persons who are doing powerlifting, they are not going for a look. They're looking for strength to be as strong as possible when you look at powerlifters a lot of them you know they have big guts and you know they have a lot of body fat they're not the ideal specimens to go for a look but if you are going for strength then body weight training is better for you than um you know bodybuilding training which is for a look time bound this is the last one the t time bound you have to have a time limit on this thing you have to have a time limit on this thing right um, you have to say to yourself, okay, I am going to go to the gym, even if you're going to go to the gym for the whole year, but you've set a goal that by, we're in, let's say you're in January when you make this goal, you say by June, I want to have lost 20 pounds of fat and gained 5 pounds of muscle, be lean and fit, etc. And you've set that time, that 6 months time. I should achieve this, right? Six months time. Why do you have to set a time limit? Simple. That determines how much work you have to put in. That determines your schedule. That determines how often you're going to work out per week. All right, so let's look on this from an, a creative standpoint. Let's look on it from, say, animation. Now, let's say you're an animator, but... You want to get better at your animation. You know, maybe you want to produce an animated short. Maybe you want your animation to, to, to look, you know, like top-notch anime. How are you going to achieve that, right? Of course, you're going to have to assess where you are at already. But you're going to have to set smart goals. If you know that, you know, my character design skills are not strong enough, right? So you're going to set a specific goal. I want to get better at my character design skills by drawing every day, you know, drawing from reference 
every day for at least, you know, two hours, right? Um, and I want to get, I want to draw every day. Let's put the time bound in there. I'm going to just mix it up here. You want to draw every day for 30 days, right? So you're bounding the time to 30 days to see, okay, I am going to only draw faces for 30 days straight with the aim of getting better at drawing faces. Now, the measurable aspect of this is that you need to keep those drawings, right? You need to have a reference drawing for what you want your art to look like. And then you need to draw every day and keep those drawings, right? Keep those drawings so that by the end of the 30 days, you can look back and you can see the improvement over time. And I would even go as far as to make a video. Make a video where you show, you know, you can show the reference image on the left and then you can show your drawings on the right and then, you know, time lapse it. Just keep flipping through those images on the right from the start to the end to see how much closer your drawing comes to that reference drawing. And then the following month, you could do the same thing for hands if hands giving you a problem. The following month, you can do the same thing for the body if, you know, poses are giving you a problem. Um, you know, backgrounds you know, animation, movement, you can do that for anything, right? And, you know, you can measure, you can see how many drawings have I completed in the month? How many drawings have I completed over six months? And you have to make it achievable, right? You look at your art skills and ask yourself how, how wide a gap is there between your artwork and the artwork you're trying to achieve? If it's huge then you may want to use more than 30 days to achieve this goal right or you may want to set a more achievable goal you know perhaps you're at a stickman level and you've decided you know i want to be able to draw like the characters in scissor seven that's not a bad goal right the characters in scissor seven are not that complex but they definitely have appeal but you don't want to say, oh, I want to go from drawing like a stickman to um, doing artwork equivalent of what you see in, in Arcane. You know, that's a huge leap. That takes, that takes thousands and thousands of hours of practice, you know, years of practice. Um, you know, that, that may not be achievable. What you can do is, if you do want to get to that level, then you can say, all right, I'm going to give myself two years to achieve that. Uh, but you set smaller goals in between, smaller, more achievable goals. Like you say, hey, I want to get to scissor seven level. Then once you get to scissor seven level, you can say, all right, I want to get to, you know, bleach level. Then after you get to bleach level, you might say, okay, I want to get to, and choose another art style that you're trying to, 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 to you know, attain. But make it achievable. You know, if you make it achievable, then it will be less daunting. You'll be less discouraged. When something is, is unachievable, you're going to be very discouraged. It's like you want to be a mountain climber and your first mountain you're going to climb is Mount Everest. You're going to get defeated. You have to practice on smaller hills first. And then once you conquer those hills, you find a higher hill to climb and a higher one and a higher one until you get there. Right? And of course, the practice needs to be relevant right? Um, if you want to get better at drawing faces, then it may not make sense for you to be drawing boxes and tables and so on. You can practice that, 
you know, at a separate time when you want a perfect drawing, you know, boxes and that sort of thing. You want to practice the things that help you to achieve drawing faces, right? Draw nothing but faces. I remember one time when I was doing some 3D training. I'd never done 3D. Well, I dabbled in 3D before, but I always put it down because I was just like, man, this is too, too hard, too many controls. I don't know head from tail, like what's going on? And I always put it back down. But I did this 3D training. And in the first week, the instructor made us model a head from scratch every single day. That's all we did. We modeled the same head from scratch every single day. And yeah, the first day was rough. The second day wasn't so rough, but it was still rough. Then the third day wasn't so rough. The fourth, the, by, by the time we got to the fifth, we were modeling the head in no time. You know, we were modeling the head in no time. But you see, we started with the head, right? We did not start with the entire body. That would have been too much, right? Um, so we were mod- because we're modeling the head, we're sticking to that relevance, you know? It's not like we were going and, hey, let's model a, a table. Let's model a cup. Let's do some VFX. Let's create fire. Let's... You know, all of these irrelevant things. No, focus. Focus on what is relevant to achieving your goal, right? Time-bound, and I covered the time-bound part already. You know, give yourself a time limit. You know, give yourself a time limit. I'm going to talk about a project. I remember doing a project, um, and this goes for animation or film. I remember doing a project, animation project, and it seemed daunting, you know, it seemed very daunting. And, you know, a lot of times when you think about how daunting the task is, you end up not doing it. You find all kind of other things to do. You keep telling yourself, oh, I need to do more planning. I need to do more planning. I need to do more planning. The truth is, once you have the script and the storyboard, what more planning do you need to do, Right. Sometimes even if you have the script, you can go ahead once you visualize what you need and you have, you found your references, you know, but find everything you need to get started and then just start, you know, get the script together. If you can't draw a storyboard, then just look for images online and create a picture storyboard, right? Create a picture animatic and then just set aside some time to work on it, right? So you have to be very specific, you know, and you don't just say, Oh, I want to create a short film this year. You're not going to create one. You know why you're not going to create one? What are you creating? Why are you creating it? You know, you want to create a short film. Okay, a short film can be 30 seconds long. A short short, short film can be 5 minutes long. A short film can be 30 minutes long. What specifically are you, you creating? You know, so you have to be specific. I would like to create a five-minute short film this year, right? I would like to create a five-minute 2D animated short film, or I'd like to create a five-minute live-action short film. You know, be specific, right? Be specific, right? And tell yourself that you want to work on this short film every day for at least an hour, at least no less than an hour. You can do it for more, but no less. And track yourself. 
track yourself. That's the measurable part of it. Track yourself. There are apps online these days that you can use, like Clockify, to measure how much time you work on something. Right? But track yourself. That's how you measure yourself. When you look and you can say, okay, I worked, today I worked on animation for two hours. You know, tomorrow, one hour. The day after that, four hours, etc. And then each week you can tally up and say, I've spent this amount of hours on this, this film. Right? And you can look at how much you produced as well in terms of the measurement. Right? And that's good because if you can look and say, okay, I've spent, let's say, 40 hours working on this animation this week and I have achieved two minutes of animation, just arbitrarily speaking, right? Then you can say, okay, great. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm making progress because we said this animation is supposed to be five minutes long. I'm now two minutes along spending 40 minutes on it. You know, next week, if I can manage to spend 20 minutes on it, then I can probably achieve another minute, bringing me up to three minutes. And you keep going and going and going like that, right? That's how you keep the, the, the measure. Measurable is, is, is smart. Achievable, again, you know, if you're doing an animated short by yourself, try to keep your expectations low. You know, when I say expectations low, I'm not saying, you know, low in quality. I mean... In terms of simplify your idea, don't decide that, oh, you know, by myself, I want to do some space intergalactic war that's happening between millions of aliens and human race and spaceships are flying and things are exploding. You know, that's going to be very daunting for you. One man can achieve it, but, yo, that's going to take years, right? That's going to take years of your time. Think about something much simpler, something that is, is achievable. You know, say to yourself, all right, you know, I want to do a simple story about a disabled kid that wanted to be a championship swimmer and got up every morning and jumped in the local river or lake and swam every day until he got great. So maybe this kid wants to become a lifeguard and nobody believes in him. That's a great story. In fact, maybe I should do that, come to think of it. Hmm. Just gave myself an idea. Hmm, I'm going to cut this out so nobody else can steal it. Anyway, that's it for achievable, right? Set aside a goal for your short film that is achievable. You know that you can accomplish this. You know, something with, say, one to three characters, five backgrounds, um, you know, simple dialogue, you know, not too much heavy animation where characters are spinning and flipping and throwing fireballs. Uh, you can do that too. If, if, if your skill set allows you to do that, then it's achievable for you, right? If you are not at that level yet, then it may not be achievable for you. And then, of course, you know, relevant. You know, make, make, make it relevant. How, how relevant is this, this, this short film to you, for you? You know, are you doing it to add it to your portfolio, right? Will what you're putting in this animation really help to boost your portfolio? You know, if not, then, you know, let's put it aside. Or let's say you're, you, you want your animation to basically show your directing skills or you want your short film to show your directing skills then, you know, you definitely have to have good story, you definitely have to have good direction skills, and your film has to show that. Versus if you're just trying to show good cinematography skills, 
yes, a good story definitely still helps, but if you're showing good cinematography skills, then you have to focus more on the look of the film. How was the lighting? You know, the wardrobe, the backdrop, the background, um, set design, etc. You know, the lenses, etc. You have to focus on that. That's more relevant to you, right? If you are, you know, if you want to focus on cinematography and the camera work looks basic, the image looks basic, but the story is great, then, yeah, you're not going to be getting much attention as a cinematographer, right? You might get attention as a director, but not as a cinematographer. And it's not to say that the two are mutually exclusive, you know. Even if you're showing off your directing skills, you still want it to look good, but the point is that if it doesn't look like Blade Runner, that's not a big problem. As long as it looks good, you know, and the story is good, then it's fine for you as a director. But as a cinematographer, then, yeah, you might want it to look like Blade Runner to get people's attention, right? Time-bound, again, same thing. Give yourself a time limit. I want to create this five-minute short film by working on it every day for at least an hour, and I want to complete this short film in three months, and, you know, the short film has to be relevant to your goals and it has to be achievable. That's, that's what it boils down to. Now, a lot of people, you know, you hear the SMART goals and those of you who do business and you know about SMART, you know, you're thinking, hey, yeah, all of this makes sense. For the artist, you might be thinking, man, um, this is too much to remember. You know, this is too much to remember. How am I going to remember this acronym? You know, I'm going to have to go write it down and try to remember how to apply it. But what, what, what I would say to you is that, you know, a simple way of doing SMART without following the acronym is to just look at the basic five W's and an H. You remember in school you learn about the five W's? What, why, who, where, when, right? You remember that? Some people say which. I don't know, but I, I prefer when. So, you know, with, like with your specific goals, what am I doing? What am I trying to accomplish? Why am I trying to accomplish this? You know, who is involved in this? Because your specific goal might be to complete your short film, you know, with a team of five other people. That's being specific, right? So who is involved in this? Maybe it's just you, Right? Maybe you alone want to f complete the short film. Where? Right? Where do you want to show it? Where do you want to make it? You know, do you want to make it in your room at home? Do you want to go to a studio, rent a studio and do it to get access to better equipment? Do you want to do it overseas? Etc. Um, you know, even things like, you know, your where might even be like, where is this, this, this specific story set? And then your when, you know? When is this specific story set? Or when do I want to start, right? That you have to be specific about when do you want to start. If you don't decide when you want to start, you'll never start. It's just like those New Year's resolutions. I want to lose weight. Lose weight by when? When are you going to start losing the weight? You're just going to say this year. The problem when you don't put these, these you don't, get specific is that you could say hey i want to lose weight this year and january february march april may pass you don't start because guess what the year still exists you can start in june you can start in august you can start in november it's way too open 
right? It's way too open for failure. So you have to be specific with the when. When are you going to start? And then you want to ask yourself, how? How am I going to accomplish this? Right? How much is this going to cost? Right? How many people do I need on the project? You know, how will I know when it's accomplished? That's where the measuring comes in, right? How will I know when it's accomplished? Right? How can I achieve this goal that, that pertains to achieve the, the, the whole attainability? Right? How realistic is the goal based on the constraints that you have, the finances that you have, the, you know, the resources that you have? Ask yourself, you know, does this seem worthwhile? Is this the right time to be doing this? You know, you have to, those are the questions you ask. Once you ask those, you know, when, you know, when will, when will I finish this project? What can I realistically achieve in six months? Right? What can I achieve today? Right? Those are the questions that you need to ask, you know, and you need to set out a plan for all of this. Right? You have to set out a plan for all of this. And simply put, your plan just includes your daily schedule. You know, how often am I going to be animating this? Or, you know, um, how often am I going to be preparing the pre-production? How often will I be editing this video? You know, and you have to set that goal. Trust me, you can, weeks can pass easily and you don't touch it. Sometimes this has happened to me where I have something to edit. And I say, yeah, man, I'm going to edit it this month. And then the month passes and I don't edit it. And you know why? Because I didn't set a smart goal. I didn't say... I'm going to start editing this on, let me look on the date real quick. I'm going to start editing this on Monday the 7th, and I'm going to spend an hour editing it every other day. So I'll be working on it the 7th, the 9th, the 11th, the 13th, the 15th, etc. And I set these days out. Even go in your Google Calendar or your whatever calendar you use and mark these dates down so that you know for sure the, I block this time out specifically to edit this video. I block this time out specifically to animate this. I block this time out specifically to practice my character design or my background design. Right? You have to do that. If you don't do that, you're never going to start because there's always going to be tomorrow. Oh, I'll start tomorrow. Oh, I'll start tomorrow. You're not going to start tomorrow. You have to set a date. I'd even go as far as to say you have to set a time. You know, you have to set a time Tell yourself, you know, every other day at 5 p.m. or every other day at 8 p.m. to 9 p.m., I'm going to be working on this. Sometimes you might even want to hold yourself accountable. You know, some people hold themselves accountable by, you know, going live on Instagram so people can actually see them drawing and they feel the pressure of, oh, I need to draw because I'm on live. You know, I can't just stand here not doing anything. Some people hold themselves accountable by just asking a friend to say, hey, Check up on my schedule, see where I reach. This is where I want to reach by, you know, because you might say, hey, I'm editing this video. Um, the video is supposed to be five minutes long. By the end of the week, I want to reach a one-minute mark. So check in on me and see if I've reached a one-minute mark. And, you know, that for some people, that works. Um, you know, those little things, you have, to, you have to implement those things in order to be smarter with your goals. Right. I'm not anti-resolution, it's just that resolutions are not specific enough and that's why most people fail at them. Because the, the goals, the, the resolutions don't tell them when to start. doesn't tell them how long they have to complete this particular goal. It doesn't tell them what specifically. 
about this goal they're trying to achieve and why you know so guys i'm going to end this podcast here and i'm just going to say hey follow the steps i've laid out you know you can google smart and see for yourself um how it works and apply it to your animation apply it to your film apply it to any creative work that you have you know if you want to become a better background designer if you want to become a better actor create a plan right that plan remember that plan has to have specific goals and it has to have um it has to be time-based you know you have to be able to measure progress if you can't measure progress progress if you cannot measure progress you will not know if you are achieving your goals or not you will not be able to plan for the future especially when you have five-year goals Every five-year goal needs to have small little achievable things within the year. Small little achievable things within the month. Small little achievable things within the week and within the day. And what I mean by that is, if you want to complete that five-year plan, you need to break down goals for every single month. right? And you have to break down goals for every single day, leading towards that goal for the month. Right? So if in five years you want to be the best 3D character modeler in the world, right? Then you set your goal to say, hey, by the end of one month, I should be able to model a face perfectly. By the end of February, I should be able to model hands well. By the end of March, I should be able to model the upper body by the end of so on, so on, so on. You see, you're piecing together this goal. So by the end of the year, I should be able to model a human being easily and quickly. Then the following year, now you can you can work on, um, you know, modeling these characters even better, sculpting the characters maybe, right? Sculpting the characters for more detail. So you work on your sculpting. Another year, you might work on your texturing. I want to work on my texturing to make the, the you know the, the skin textures and the clothes textures look so real that people can't distinguish them from from reality. You know, then in that fourth year, you might want to say, hey, I want to now start modeling characters that are not human. You know, some metahumans or monsters or, you know, imaginative stuff. And then that fifth year, you're just practicing to hone that craft even better so that by the end of the five years, you are an amazing character modeler. Right? That's how it works, right? You don't just jump from not knowing how to model a character to modeling the perfect character in a month or in a year. It doesn't work that way. You have to put in that work, put in that work. 10,000 hours, they say, to master anything. All right, everybody, peace and love. That is it for the Filmation journey. I hope you guys learned something from this. Um, let me know if you did. You know, let me know if you did. Peace out, everybody. Stay safe.